Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, November 1st, 2017. This is episode 33 of the Dry Spellcast. Did I do well, Austin? That was great. Good job. Okay, good. Proud Thanks. of you. Thanks for the, uh, the confidence. So, you're listening. Uh, we are live from the University Pulse Studio in lovely Boise, Idaho. There's leaves everywhere. Uh, pumpkins are starting to rot. It's just a great day. It's the uh, first day of November. How crazy is that? It just flew by. October flew by. October flew by. It, that's like that's like one of those cliched things that everybody says that like I like kind of bugs me. Like, oh, I just it just it came out of nowhere. Like, no, like time doesn't move faster. I just been it's so busy. Used to it. It just, yeah. I feel like I didn't even like realize it was October and now it's November and and then next month it's gonna be December. Yeah, but and then we're gonna have New Year's and then it's gonna be January. Is that how it works? Is that what happens? Oh, it kind of sounds like the calendar, you know. Oh yeah, mm. uh, Mayan approved. <laughs> so uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we are going to talk about video games for a while. And then probably stand in a circle and chant uh, things. That's typically what we do. We light candles, we make a pentagram, and then we try to summon uh, demons. We will have a seance on live air. For our Dark Lord and Savior Cthulhu. <laughs> I'm joined by Austin. What's up, everyone? What's up, Austin? And we're also joined by DJ. Hey, what's up? Sitting across the way. Um... How's it going? How's it going, Austin? Well, besides October flying by. Um, good. I'm extremely tired right now. Halloween kind of got the best of me, but it's mm. what it does, I guess. That's why I don't celebrate Halloween on a Tuesday. I'm, I'm doing great, though. Uh, so, actually, so we did celebrate Halloween uh, on the weekend, and you suck. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Austin, invited us to a party, and uh, we immediately, as, got, as we got there, left, <laughs> went to another party, left that immediately, <laughs> and then decided to walk back the way that we had just driven, like, Uber to, uh, which took out the rest of the night, and then... Austin's friend Austin fell asleep, and I went home. That sounds amazing. It sounds it like it, it was a typical Halloween the party weekend. Was lit. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I've never had a Halloween weekend like that. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna party, I'm usually gonna like actually do pa it. Actually party. Yeah, I know that was kind of my bad. I almost felt like texting you guys the next morning, like sorry about that, but whatever. Yeah, but it's the thought that counts. Um, just trying to have some fun, okay? Yeah, well, we're the wrong people to do that with. I guess. Actually, it wasn't our fault at all. It was 100% your fault, so. And your crappy friends. Sorry. Um, all right. DJ, how are you? Not bad, you know. My, uh, weekend for Halloween was pretty rough as well, but <laughs> I actually stayed at parties, but that was my problem. I just stayed and kept, I kept going. Yeah. <laughs> it went too hard in the paint. Eh. But, uh, eh. 
There's like, I, I honestly believe Halloween should be a holiday. Like, we should get Halloween off of, like, work and school and stuff. And I, like, I realized this last year and maybe the year before because I was working for a place that took Columbus Day off because our government does that. Yeah. Our government takes Columbus Day off. And that's a BS holiday. I mean, the government it's 2013, does it. everyone was high on Columbus. <laughs> uh, South Park reference. Oh, yeah. You got it. Um, I hate Columbus Day. It's a stupid holiday. We shouldn't be celebrating it. Indigenous People's Day, you mean? Like, even like Indigenous People's Day, like, Who that, that's a better holiday. Um, I don't really care. I don't think we need to, like, replace Columbus Day with that. Like, obviously, Columbus was definitely not a good person. He wasn't. He wasn't even good explorer. <laughs> he, he found the wrong. The, the dude place. thought it was found the wrong continent. <laughs> the dude thought it was India. Like and like on. and like wouldn't admit that he was wrong. <laughs> He's just like this is India. I'm like no, this, no India. These are Indians. I mean, they didn't, no, they, they are, didn't know any no, better. They just thought that they're they just were here. Little thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we shouldn't be celebrating Columbus Day. But the fact that, like, our government and stuff stops working on that day, I think is just BS. We should take that holiday and move it to Halloween, and we should all get Halloween off. I think that's a way better idea. I know. I know. Uh, let's make Halloween great again. <laughs> How about that? Halloween will be huge. Believe me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so last night I I did the smart thing and I didn't go hard because it's a Tuesday. And uh, me and one of my roommates went to a costume contest and I dressed up as Mario, which was just a recycled costume from last year. And I did it just because I had all the parts and I didn't want to show up to the party like without anything on like. Well, without a costume on. And so I did it again. And he he actually went all out on his costume. And I was, like, really proud of him for it. Like, it makes me feel good inside. Uh, and he won free beer for a year. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's a, it's a big. It's a big one. It's a very big deal. And I, it's, like, uh, it's at a German bar, so it's all by liter. Uh, and so it's basically a half liter uh, per day, every single day for a year, which is crazy. That is so much beer. <laughs> that is a lot. Yeah. But I mean, I mean it's not like, it's like a six month supply for me and some of my buddies. But <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. like one a day, but still like for free. Like that's like that's a significant amount of like savings. But seeing True. his costume, he well deserved. Yes. I was his hype man. I walked around and was like. Yeah, this, this, and or like be like, yeah, it took it forever, and look at it, it's a German Lego. He was a, he was a Lego guy. Oh, nice. With like later hosen, it was good. Um, congrats to you. Even if you're mad at me right now, congrats anyways. <laughs> um, sometimes that happens, right? <laughs> sometimes you're friends one day, and the next day you hate each other. Um, yeah. Austin, have you been playing video games? I have been playing video games. What are those video games? Actually, singular video game. You've Okay, what is that so, video game? So, I purchased Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, how? Oh, oh. It was just kind of like one of those, I was sitting there Thursday night, and it was like 8.30, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. 
just kind of like, eh, let's do it. Bought it on my PlayStation, downloaded it, letting it go. Uh, the game's awesome. I, I'm really glad I bought it. Okay, so uh, review, awesome. We'll get why. Okay, I'll I'll get into it. So you should. I uh huh. I'm getting there. Just stop, stop pressuring me. So what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go. Uh, so right off the gate, like it is an Assassin's Creed game. When I've played all of them up to Black Flag, so I didn't play the last two. So you didn't play Syndicate and Unity. Unity. Yeah. I guess I didn't play Rogue either because that was like this weird that side-scroller one. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, Rogue, Rogue wasn't no. side-scroller. That was like, Rogue that's, was like a mobile one, right? No, it came out on the PS, like the generation before PS4. It came out with... Uh, so like PS3? Yeah, yeah PS3 and <laughs> Xbox 360. Uh, it came out the same time as I believe Black Flag did for... I think it was Black Flag. Yeah, at okay. Black Flag, that but that came out on like the new consoles. What was the one then that was like set in China? That was, it was like uh, a weird side scroller type one. I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember. I don't even remember this game. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like a weird. It's a sequel to Black Flag, but it came and out the, the prologue same time. to Unity. What Rogue? I yeah, I, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, one at I all. totally don't remember this <laughs> game. Period. It was literally it like, came out on the same day as Black Flag. Hmm. It was a weird. It has a ship-based naval exploration. Uh, this is... I don't remember this game at all, but anyways, keep going. Uh, so yeah, it's Assassin's Creed game, and I'm glad they finally took a year off of releasing games to actually work on this one, and it really shows how much work they put into this game. Uh, starting off, the game is huge. Like I think it's the biggest gaming map I've ever uh, played on or anything. It's, it's giant. It's bigger than like The Witcher? Yes, it's bigger than The Witcher's map. Okay, I think. and that's actually that you bring that up. This game reminds me a lot like The Witcher, like tremendously amount. Like it's just free, open range. You can just kind of explore around. Uh, you can pick up quests from people. Okay. Uh, and just it kind of has that feel where you like kind of just going around helping people out, doing stuff, and you can you know the story kind of guides you to where you need to be in the world and. By the way, Rogue got a 6 out of 10 on GameSpot. Mm. <laughs> a 5.5 out of 10 on a Destructoid. <laughs> so, and, rest in peace. And an 8.5 out of 10 on EGM. <laughs> Go EGM. Uh, but continue. Yes, so. Big world. Uh, huge world. And huge I world. think. Huge, huge world. Huge um, world. I'm making about Assassin's Creed great again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they did. Uh I think I'm about 20 hours into it already. Jesus. Yeah, I, I literally, all I did on Sunday, I woke up, turned it on, and played it till I went back to sleep in like 12 hours later. So, productive Saturday, Sunday for me. Uh, yeah, I think I'm only about in like the first five or six zones, and there's like double that to go still. So, it's, and I'm already halfway through the levels, like, but there's still so much more to the game. I don't know. I think it's from this point on, it's like going to be like a, slower like leveling obviously but so that's the difference from this assassin's creed versus last one there's actual levels you you level up with experience and you can get you get ability things to unlock you know there's a perk tree for like different abilities and weapons and uh tools you can use and stuff like that which is pretty cool there's some good ones in there and like uh fighting styles and so which i appreciated that it's it's what they needed to do to like 
refresh the Assassin's Creed game. They really uh, did dive into the RPG style of gameplay with, you know, picking up loot and getting the better items and having like the, you know, blue and purple and gold items and. Oh, so they're doing like the Destiny Division route with yeah, that kind of stuff. But it's it's really interesting to well, see people like yeah. better, like how those colors have like become standardized now. Uh, yeah, yep. it's like, I think it's really strange. Borderlands was the that's the first one that come, jumps in my mind that had those color schemes for the weapons. And then Destiny, I feel like, like well, and I feel like Overwatch was the one that I was like when I finally realized like oh yeah. This is a thing. I don't know, because, yeah, Borderlands had that color scheme, then Destiny brought it in, and, yeah, Overwatch has the same, like, you know... Yeah, for the, like, skins, the like, legendary skins. Yeah. The purple's legendary, and then, like, you know, the... Or, well, they use it legendary and exotic, you know, back and forth. Whatever. <clears throat> back to the game. And the other thing that really changed was the combat system. It's... It took me a while to get used to. It's di way different than it used to. You can't just stand there and just keep countering every single person that's attack and just kill them that way. Like you actually have to like dodge and like attack the people the right way. There's you know heavily shielded guys. There's like really quick daggery guys and just the normal soldiers that you have to like learn how to adapt. Like you got light attack, you got a heavy attack, you have the dodge, um, no have, grapples. You have the five Ds. Yes. Uh, you don't have a grapple move, which is kind of. A bummer. I kind of liked, like, you know, grabbing people and stuff. I mean, I don't think they had grappling hooks or whatever in Egypt. I mean, I don't know. I um, mean, when I mean grapple, like, grabs. Oh, like, yeah. actual okay. wrestling. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, what was my question on this? I can't remember now. Dang it. Um, how, how many hours have you spent just following people around slowly? Not a lot, actually, okay, to be because honest. That was like my biggest problem with every Assassin's Creed game. Like the most action things were you would like slowly follow people through crowds, trying to remain hidden. I th the only and time that's I, not fun. The only time no. I fall I think out of all my experience, I followed one group of people for like two minutes. Okay. That's not so bad. it's 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 not boring. It's not like drawn out and tedious at times. Uh, people complain about grinding. I've had never had that issue. I've constantly been like five levels above where I need to be in the story. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's how they you know scale the difficulty. It's not. This is like a nice thing. Like because I love the Assassin's Creed games. If you weren't supposed to be in that area, just like had that wall. Like this area is not available yet. Did Mexico have to pay for it. Yes. Uh, We're on a roll today. Yeah. But then, but now it's just it's all leveled. So if you you can go into any zone you want, you'll just die instantly. If like you get like all oh. get not like it'll just kill you, but like if someone attacks you, you'll oh pop. because you're like yeah, kind of like how Destiny is when you go to those like secret caves or yeah, like and they'll have like the enemies powerful. have like a red skull on them and they will literally like kill you in like one or two hits. Oh dang! Depending on your level, so which was a Witcher thing too. Yeah, and that, that's where it really reminds me of The Witcher is stuff like that. It's it, the levels is where kind of contains you where you need to be that's cool in the game so see okay well uh before we get to the rest of it we do need to take our first break and i want to make sure that everybody is well aware you can get a hold of us today if you would like to or the rest of the week we like that's something you can do then as well uh so there's a couple ways to do that twitter is a great way uh it's you. Some people would say it's the best way. 
at Dry Spell Radio. And then there's we're also on Facebook. I think if you go to facebook.com slash Dry Spell Radio, it comes to our page. I think I've figured all that out. Like I think I think we got that. Um, and then we have an email in dryspellradio at gmail.com. All of those things will work. If you want to text me, my personal phone number is... No, I'm just kidding. I won't do that. It's just totally kidding. Okay, so we're going to jump into our first break, and we'll be back. Okay, a new challenger has appeared. Um, oh, and he's he's working with his mic. Technical difficulties, stand by. <laughs> oh, don't don't grab it by the the cage. Defeats the purpose you of a shock fix mount. That? Um, so uh, <laughs> Justin's in here fiddling with a mic. No, that's not what I meant. Austin, the cage up above. Nope, 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 nope. There we go. Okay. Uh, so just so so we're all clear, we're all good now. Hi, <laughs> there he is. Hey, Justin, how's it going? Good, man. How are you guys? We're good. I heard good. something about some pentagram stuff. I was at a necromancer conference <laughs> last night, so I figured we I'd come by. We were gonna do a séance in the studio. Oh, good. Um, Christopher Columbus sends his regards. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad he's listening. Yeah, uh, they're all listening. You're trust a me. Dick. <laughs> um, so. DJ, have you been playing any games? Uh, I've been playing Destiny. Just Destiny? Yeah, just still grinding I, on there. Just have your has your opinions on anything changed since last week? Um, I kind of burnt myself out for a couple days because yeah. I beat the story in about fifteen hours. Um, and now I'm just replaying the story over and over again just to get everyone to catch up because we can't get clan XP unless we do nightfalls and all that. Mm -hmm. It's true. No one really has 240 power level gear, so I'm like, uh, come on, guys. Uh, you're slacking. <laughs> <laughs> I am holding this clan together. Yeah. That was uh, that was me in Destiny 1. I was like the friend who like was the highest level and had to like, keep carrying everyone through. The I feel like I did that story mission, like the story, like, eight times i know just and it's like like getting someone through it and like come on let's let's do it so you can raid or whatever it was and that's how i felt in destiny one you didn't even play destiny one you're right um i i was there actually i i definitely burnt myself out fairly quickly on destiny um and then found myself coming back after like a week or so mm -hmm. and playing it more and then doing the same exact thing yeah and like i'm still not even like 260 yet and I just don't really have the urge to do it, you know. Wait for the double XP event or something to come up. Do but, they do that? They, they, the they don't normally, but they just announced their uh, first DLC, which I'm they sure we'll did. talk about in a oh, bit. Yeah. Um, so that'll get me back into it. Um, Maybe. I mean, it will for me. Yeah, so. it's, it's tough because that's like the game I decided, like, okay, I'm just going to stream this game because there's just a lot of stuff you could really stream with it. But now I'm just like, oh, man. What did I do? Oh, I but, haven't uh, done this to myself. Yeah, but now that I uh, now that I found out one of my uh, one of my best friends is just got PUBG, I'm gonna probably play that with him a few times. Yeah, try to get some more chicken dinners and stuff. But take a little break from Destiny, but probably not that long of one. Yeah, 
Justin? Yeah, man. How about you? Oh, a couple games. Uh, I just got done with the uh, Harvest Festival for Elder Scrolls Online, so I grinded up a oh, bunch yes. of alts so I can relate, you know, having, like, all these max characters and your buddies. Come help me, <laughs> you know? So, been doing that, and then I beat Shadow of War yesterday. Oh, you did? Whole thing. Okay. All the way through the end. Uh, final thoughts on Shadow War. Oh, it's great. Yeah, if you're super into the lore and it's gonna, you're freaked out that you're going to hate it, just look at it It's a really hardcore fan fiction. You'll love every minute of it. Don't take it too seriously. But it it's really, really fun. And the Loot grind, boxes. What's that? Loot boxes. Yeah. Did you, did you I, end up buying any? Nope, never spent a dime. Um, Act 4, let me tell you this. Everyone talks about the grind in Act 4. I read that over and over and over yeah, again. That was like the one, one Here's the reality of it. I beat it. It's 10 straight battles. I beat every single one of them without failing. Now, they were hard, but I did it. And the way I did it was, just don't be an idiot. Like, if, if you're getting attacked by a massive force, it lets you preview what's attacking you before you start the mission. So, yeah, if you fire it up, you're fighting level 50 guys with your level 15 chiefs, you're going to get wrecked. I mean, it's that simple. So, that's kind of my two cents is that uh, it was fun. Yes, it did extend the game a little bit, and it was a lot of battles. Um... I don't know what everyone's talking about, but the the final true ending not being worth it. I thought it was great, really, and it actually adds some stuff into the into the movies, some background stuff that you've noticed before, but you never really thought about. Um, it kind of made it more significant, and there's a big twist, big twist. Would like you say it was huge. Yes. It was huge. Yeah. Uh, uh. Totally, it actually raised the game probably another point on on my personal scale just nice. from how good the twist was. So wow, yeah, I still want to pick it up. I mean, I really love that. First I one, really, so. as a Lord of the Rings fan, I give it an eight or a nine out of ten, and that, I'm serious, it's that good. And uh, every, I've never had any freezes or anything like okay. that. Okay, so, yeah, I mean only, that's good. The only time I saw people that had freezes when they were like streaming. Yep, or, if you run OBS yeah. or stream or yeah, that sort of stuff. stuff. Which apparently there was a patch rolled out. I don't know if it's any better. I didn't stream or record any of it. Not yet, anyway. We'll see what the future yeah. brings. I know some developers are like trying to make blocks on that kind of stuff because yeah. that's like one of the biggest issues I have. Like streaming Destiny is they're trying to block like mm -hmm. third party apps like Discord. You haven't been banned yet, like the thousands of people on the. Floor. No, I haven't been banned because. I'm not trying to force a full screen capture. I just oh, have a set in a window okay. to where it'll just do like a, a display capture. But right, yeah, it's kicking off those like anti-cheat yeah proxies, which yeah, Activision well, and, put in, which is stupid. And they, I think they actually talked about that a little bit. I think they like addressed that fact and yeah. were like, we totally don't mean to be messing with people running like streams or like the things that they're looking for are people who like want to overlay like. Uh, like a cursor or something. Right. Like, I could see how, like, in certain games, that would be super useful. I think of, like, CSGO. If I could, oh, yeah. like, put my reticle in an overlay and just go off of that, I'd never have to aim, right? Right. That would be great. Um, and so I think they're, like, going against that. But I think they've flat out said, like, we, like, understand, like, we've blocked some of these things. We don't mean to. Um, don't cheat. After the head game developer came out for the pc version at first he was really defensive did you guys see those mm -mm. posts yes super defensive like no it's you it, it's not a problem and then like thousands of people on the forum start piling up so i played for five minutes like my steam refund 
Oh well, and then they and then the part that I would have made me upset personally is when they respond to your posts by linking their terms of service or whatever, and they're like, "So if you're banned, there's not an appeal process." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that that's a good way that's to good. stick it in people's eyes." But yes, they have. Uh, well, come that's out like, since then and kind of clarified a little more. But their initial response, I was kind of like, uh, "Well, that's this really call this dude." You know? Yeah. Well, that's this really fascinating thing, like that happens now, right. where people have their own personal accounts mm-hmm. that they don't have to run through PR, and then they say something stupid, and then PR just like sits there and like bangs their head against the wall, like, "Why? Why?" Exactly. exactly. It's why a lot of famous people don't control their Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want him to say anything stupid. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so I've been playing South Park Fractured Butthole. Hey. And I, I have some thoughts on that game. The difficulty leveling is amazing. <laughs> it is. But I don't think it actually does anything, is the thing. No, it just affects every other aspect of your life. <laughs> right. He right. literally tells you that, too. I, I think it's no, I was just there. A, like, like a, a joke, mainly. It is a joke. Yeah. If they would have, like, actually done something with it, like, I would have, like, thought that that was cool. Well, they, well, they do. Like, you make less money. Um, whenever you're fighting against the police, they shoot at you first. Like, oh, interesting. It's, yeah, so like the way okay. the difficulty that's is, interesting it's because crazy. I like I I didn't do the hardest, so I don't necessarily know. But from what I've heard from outlets, that's is funny. that that it wasn't as much as it probably should have been. Yeah. Um, but I mean that makes sense, and yeah. So I've been playing through that game. I was a big fan of the Stick of Truth, and. I thought that game was really great. I thought it like really broke down like a lot of like really stupid barriers and stuff like that. I thought it was just like a really cool blending of this cartoon that so many people know and this like JRPG style. Uh, and I I fail to see enough of that in this game so far. Um, I'm not gonna say it's a bad game, and like I'm enjoying it. I'm laughing at it. Some of the humor, I think, is a little much. Uh, the toilet mini games, I think, are maybe a step too far. Yeah. Uh, you you literally like there's like these like all the toilets have difficulties on them, <laughs> and you go and like it's like a button mashing like. It sounds uh, like lock picking in oblivion. It is. <laughs> it is. That's messed up. And I I'd thought that was no less from South Park. Yeah, it, which is like, whatever. They stuck to their guns. Good for them. Yeah. But um, like said, I I failed to see some of the humor as as funny as I think it is. Right. But you know, I'm I'm enjoying it, and I guess that's the most important part. That, right. That's what I've heard about this game is it's not living up to what Stick of Truth was. Yeah. So far. I would good agree game with that. from what I've like all the reviews and stuff I've looked at it. All have positive things to say. They're just like, you know, I. a lot of people say the setting just isn't as good as Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stick of Truth setting was just so genius. The whole LARPing thing. Yeah, like, and like this, cool. the superhero thing I like a lot. And mm-hmm. I like how they've kind of taken like an XCOM-esque right. like approach. Like the fighting. Yeah. That's uh, what I heard is like people really enjoy is the, the fighting. I like game. that a lot. Uh, I haven't gotten to the point where I found any of it hard. And maybe that's because I chose the easiest difficulty. Maybe I should have. But they said like it wouldn't affect combat, anyways. Well, there's that. Is there another difficulty to pick, or 
No. No, it's just skin it's color. It's just the skin color difficulty? Okay. Yeah, and then as you go through, like, you have to choose your uh, kryptonite. And so, like, you actually have to decide what you're going to be weak against. Um, and so stuff like that, that makes it maybe harder in the long run. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I haven't had any anything super difficult. Has it froze on you at all? Not at all. I haven't had any uh, any problems technically. That's good. That's yeah. good. A lot of people said Act Three kind of freezes the game a little bit. I don't. I don't know. There could be some optimization stuff. I'm sure they'll patch it right up. Obsidian. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. That. Well, it's not Obsidian. Obsidian they didn't do the sequel. No, I, they have I nothing they to do they with this game. Oh, is all Ubisoft this time around? Yeah. Well, th there you go. That's why it's freezing in the third. Oh, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's still uh, better said, optimized than PUBG. Origin's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was listening I, to your commentary. I, I do that. have a little, a couple things to say still about that, but well, about what? AC Origins. I thought you were done. No, you. I wasn't quite done yet, but whatever. Wrecked. Well, hold on. So yeah, that's kind of like my where I am on South Park. Uh, I, if you are a fan of the series, you will like this game more than if you aren't. The references in it are what are probably the gold. Like uh, like when you turn on the TV uh, and you like sit there and like the old people will watch uh, the Shopping Network, which is a heavy reference oh, to yep. like a couple seasons ago uh, or maybe just not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but and then there's one. like sometimes the TV will play the president is a duck and like stuff like that, which like are all just stupid references to the show itself. And I think that that's kind of where the gold lies. Um, I miss things like I want to collect some Pokemon, um, which I, God, which you don't do in this game. What, season one of South Park, I believe. Well, towards the uh, end of the game, they go back to season one with the genetic engineering and stuff. Oh, do they? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't there a bunch of, uh, uh, anime stuff in this game isn't that a running yeah. gag in this? yeah oh, so okay. between uh tweak and craig right yeah so yeah, tweak okay. and craig are the gay couple that like all of the uh the animes like paintings are i don't remember the exact term but uh you actually collect them through the game it's their version of pokemon okay okay but i just miss the the trey parker pokemon. every time you picked one up that was so good <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to like hold stick of truth against this game, but it's tough to because I loved that so much. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see some of the bigger boss battles, what they do, because that was like the South, like South Park, like the stick of truth was so good about the boss battles. They were just so ridiculous and fun and varied. And so I'm excited to see what they can bring on in this game. I just I saw that you can fight Morgan Freeman, and that's just hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I saw something about Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is your mentor. Okay, so uh, that's basically what I have to say on that for now. We'll see uh, as I play more and more of it how I feel. We've got to take a break. We'll be back. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, if you're out there listening and you want to feel better, remember, 
there is a Call of Duty game that you can throw Kevin Spacey off of a roof. <laughs> yes. Just throwing that out yes. there for that, anybody who wants to. Yeah. Austin, you had some more thoughts on Assassin's Creed Origin. Yeah, I am out. I, uh, I so I talked about like all the good things and whatnot, and like so far, story's good too. And like I really just barely scratched the main story. I've kind of been doing a lot of the other things. Uh, the one thing I kind of want, I had two kind of things I want to talk about. There are a couple glitches in the game, which is kind of expected. Shout out to Ubisoft. I had uh, I had one glitch where I actually did have to restart the game, where my character literally just wouldn't move. I talked to a vendor, <laughs> and like the dialogue went, but never went like into the animation of them talking, and uh. then he just was stuck. I was like, uh, so I, I like, tried to fast travel. <laughs> And then he's still like just not moving, and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so then I had to restart there. And then other a couple other glitches I have is like, when I'm like walking on stuff, he'll like start like juking oh, really just, like just ju just shuffling. Yeah, he'll like go back and forth like really fast, and like awesome. I can't control it. And then and then it's like nothing happened, and just keeps going. I'm so excited. Yeah. He's just going it's just a maniac. It's, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, it's they're they're funny. It's not so far I haven't been like. Game breaking like like at night during important things stuff so good it was just been kind of funny uh, the one other thing I did want to bring up to you so it does have microtransactions and you can oh, do God. there and buy <laughs> what oh, I just saying what <laughs> I mean, yeah I mean it's a multiplayer open world game yeah it's to be expected now now hang on there multiplayer in this in the origins title there's, there's an aspect to it so it's like a it's kind of like Metal Gear Solid. Okay, so it's it's like 5. a it's like a test against other players type thing. Uh, is it like they have stuff like that. Like I did a chariot <laughs> race against like you can race your friends uh, oh. on the chariot races, and I just set the best time, and then it challenges your friends and stuff. But it's like what Shadow of War did, or Shadow Mordor, I guess probably Shadow War did. But like when someone dies, mm, the can, vendettas, you can go pick up the vendetta yep. and go hunt down too. the person I that killed those. them. Like you just walk up, and there's like a dead assassin just laying mm -hmm. on the ground. You're like, oh, well, this is good. My and friend. Then, <laughs> My other friend. than that, not too much multiplayer. But yeah, the microtransactions, the helix points. I think they introduced those. In a previous Assassin's Creed, I'm not sure, but it sounds like it's familiar. I even think Black Flag might have had something like that too. Uh, but the one thing, so you can obviously, you know, buy like horse armor and like aesthetic stuff, but there is one tab that they have that literally says Time Savers. And literally, oh, my oh they're not even high. And you can buy, you can buy ability points, you can buy weapons, you wow. can buy stuff that actually affects your gameplay. Well, yeah, that's like oh. that's a thing that people do now. But time saver. The fact that they call it a time saver again, I go back to the the Shadow of War thing. Mm -hmm. If you legitimately don't think that your game is worth playing, why are you selling the product in the first Agreed. place? Mm -hmm. Agreed. And Shadow of War, after beating it, I never needed any of that crap. And I didn't even open my loot boxes it gave me for free till after I beat the game. Yeah, and, and then I was like, who cares? And I like I've had no issue with like getting skill points or anything mm -hmm. like that. Like I, I, maybe it's just the people that get those games and only want to do the main makes story. Me, makes me makes me worried that they're testing all this as like a Gen One, and then when the sequels or the next generation comes out, then it will be, oh, I'm afraid Act Four will be three times as long when you arrive. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean like, I don't know. On. Like I like I get the person that they're trying to sell that to totally. like i get like let's like the high class banker who has a family and stuff and can only put why does he have a console then because <laughs> well hold on well, it's, games on PC. it's on hold pc on. too because he's, he's a family man he doesn't understand that stuff 
Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, like, I get that. Like, I get why somebody would want to buy something like that in that position. Right. I still think that it's a devalue of the game itself, though. I think that's what that. Yeah, because this game, bugs like, me. so far is just so good. All this, the side quests have been, like, pretty fun. Like, some take five minutes, some take half an hour. Like, it's good, it's good variance. And I've really enjoyed going and doing everything. I didn't have a need to, you know, take a shortcut anywhere it's just that was like the one thing i saw that i was like and even in the loading screen it's like it has the hints and stuff it's like you need need some new gear come on to the store and and every time you like go in your menu the store icons like glowing in the corner and it's just like it's just it's there and you know it's there Mm -hmm. and I don't know. It bugs. It really bugs me. Like, if you me. don't want to put in the time to play the game, just watch a stream then. Yeah. Save yeah, some money. Real. Like, yeah. come on. For real. Watch, like, the hour thing on YouTube that someone's going to put Done up eventually. IGN's walkthrough or recap or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Like. So. Yeah, that's real strange, but. I'm not I'm not feeling inclined to buy anything on there, so I'm not going to. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, the game's great. How far into the game are you? How many hours? About 20 now. Yeah. Good. Um, and one other thing I wanted to like bring up, because Shadow War kind of did that. Like, if you buy a loot box, you got like legendary gear, mm-hmm. but you can level it with you. Right. This game, you can level your gear with you. You can spend money to upgrade it to your current level. And so, like, if you get like a really good like legendary, like I've had the same legendary since like level five. It that scales I'm, that with I've, your level, huh? Yeah, you can. So then you can just pay gold to in-game gold. So it's kind of like infusing a destiny. Yeah. But you don't use a. A stronger piece of no, equipment. You, you, you just go to you just go to a blacksmith and pay money, and then it brings oh, that, it to your level. You could, I think, you could do that in like Skyrim back yeah, in the day. Yeah, so, so I, I, that makes no that deal. makes it better value because Shadow of War. I know people that purchase loot boxes in the first twenty levels, and then they were like, "Oh crap!" Because now they got all this low level mm-hmm. crap they never use. Yeah, so it's really nice to have that available because mm-hmm. now I'm like can bring in keep keep the weapons I like with me. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, that's it. So if you are inclined to buy gear you can keep leveling it with you how many towers are in this ubisoft game so they actually did the towers differently this time around they're pyramids they're short now i'm just Uh, kidding the towers still the viewpoints you can synchronize Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. um it doesn't unveil the map though when you do that you unveil the map and you just go to new zone and it's just like unlocks it and stuff like that so what they become is a fast travel point okay because there's fast traveling in the game now more so i guess they kind of did introduce that in previous ones but it was very very limited Uh, and it increases the perception of your eagle when he's flying around, so oh, he can like spot things sense. better. So like, there's a reason to go get him because it, it it helps you out when you're like going to like storm yeah. a fort or something, and he can spot all the enemies quicker. That's and cool. Then spot like the treasure chest and stuff like that too. You're so. not just spotting them all for achievements anymore. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah, there actually is kind of a thing for it now, which is cool. Yeah, I think that about covers my. Uh, Early impressions of Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm sure I'll be talking about it quite a bit in the next few, several weeks because I'll be playing it for the rest of the week till you know, Call of Duty comes out. And then here we go. Call like, of Duty comes out this week, You're buying World dude. War II? I think so. It comes out Friday. Cool. Yes. Let me know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it, too. Um, all right. Well, with that... Let's get into news. Yeah. Some actual music. Fake news. No, I'm just kidding. Fake news. <laughs> this is Huge. the real news. This is this is what you really want to hear. This is the fake news. Uh, Half-Life 3 has been confirmed. What? No, that was the fake news, uh. Justin. Sit back down. <laughs> he about fell out of his chair over there. Now, <laughs> now on to the real right. news. 
Let's talk about Paris Games Week. Oh, yes. Yes. So, uh, very, very big week. Apparently, this is a thing. I don't know how long this has been a thing, but it's a thing. Um, and it starts today. Started. But nope, it starts today. Oh. But they <laughs> but do. But then it. No, <laughs> it starts today, but they do like they do the whole E3 thing where they're going to be like, oh, we're going to put out press conferences oh, yeah. several days early for no good reason. Oh, because it, yeah, it was the showcase. That's what I was seeing. I'm like, shout out to PlayStation. Yes. Yeah, PlayStation's so, going to crush it next year. Well, so the big was so. OK, yeah. so let's just take this <laughs> line by line. No, so, let's jump ahead of everything. I'm just kidding. I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> so, uh. It started out with Sony. They gave a media showcase on Monday, and it was, like, awkward. Uh, so it was, like, in this theater, and then they, like, had little, like, living room setups inside the theater with, like, whiskey bottles and stuff. And I'm like, what hey. is happening to this world? <laughs> I didn't see any of that. That's awesome. It was, like, 8 a.m. our time that this ran because it's No better time Paris. to drink whiskey than I 8 a.m. in the morning. Right. Well, it's Paris. Yeah, it's it's, so that's a different time zone. Welcome no. to geography. So this was yeah, but this was super weird. Uh, so they had basically like an hour beforehand where like four guys uh, sat around a table and talked about games, and then they had like a half an hour of the showcase and then like another hour of the commentator time. Which I thought was like whatever, like cool, do your thing. Um, but they announced the best games during that. Mm. Well, PlayStation's thing was they wanted Paris Game Week or whatever their release was to be the second half of E3. Yeah. So what they could right. show at E3 because of their time mm. segment, they wanted to just fully deliver. Uh, well, and okay. even Monday. keep in mind, Sony still has their PlayStation experience next month. Yeah, yeah. and they, so they didn't like a, any what? release dates for this, did they? No. no. It was just up and coming. The only released the only release stuff was stuff they've already announced was coming out soon. Right. Like God of War and stuff. I'll like bet that. you the PlayStation experience or whatever coming I'm up. I'm sure well, I'm sure that's probably when we'll get release dates, dates for mm -hmm. you know several of these games. Yeah, so the first thing they showed off uh was Guacamelee 2. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Like I like uh, I didn't realize that they were working on this or that it was a thing, but like the minute you saw like the Lucha Mask, it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I, know, I, I saw <laughs> the animation really? style. I was like, yeah. Guacamelee was, yeah, was a good one. Games of my people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. That's, and I love the, the guy sitting there like eating guacamole. Like, like the, yeah, it was just, just so good. Couch potato with his gut as the uh -huh. table. It looks it looks super cool and like some of the things that they're gonna do with puzzles like with the alternate dimension mm -hmm. like seems really cool where they have like they have like blue and like red zones like going by the screen as you move and like you see different things in those zones. Um, and it looks like super fast paced and stuff, mm -hmm. so you have to react really fast. I think that that's gonna be a really neat thing to watch uh, and to do. Like I think that that's a cool thing to add to an already good fighting game, platformer, whatever it is, fighting platformer. One of those things. Um, yeah, and then they showed off a bunch of VR games, which cool, like a bunch of VR games that are already out. They didn't announce the uh, the Model Two yet, have they? No, that's, I bet that's coming. I'm next surprised. Month then. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they've they kind of already been like. It's confirmed. They know it's happening. Yeah. Uh, they just haven't shown it off. 
and they just not they just showed a bunch of like the VR two. games. Hmm? I'm not familiar with model. They two. have uh, the second model of the VR coming out. Oh, okay. It's so gonna be like smaller, or it doesn't require the like box that goes with the yeah. VR. Yeah. Is, it, is it still gonna be 60 FPS per eye, or is it I, gonna be at least 90 now? I I'm sure it's only 60. I uh, think they said the specs are still. Well, I'm the same. not buying it. Um, it's just it's just slimmer. The cables aren't quite in the way, and yeah. I, I don't think they they might have increased some stuff on the inside. I'm yeah, not I don't know. Sure, I doubt it. They need it's a, still compatible they, with every previous game that's still out, so it's not. Like I don't think yeah. they changed it too much. They need to focus on 90 FPS because that's what's giving everyone motion, motion sickness. sickness. Yeah, but the human eye only sees 30. Oh my! <laughs> Negative. Gosh. Ghost Rider. Shut up! Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, yeah. I was really, I was really shocked at their VR presentation because it felt like they spent more time just showing off games that are already out there, like Super Hot VR mm-hmm. and uh, Farpoint, and like those games. And I'm like, a big commercial for games already out. Please yeah, buy I'm like, these. Hold yeah. on, like, are you gonna announce anything? And they showed off some new ones, but they showed off that Resident Evil Seven DLC for PSVR. Oh yeah, the Chris Redfield one. Yeah, the Not a Hero or whatever. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I'm. <clears throat> Is that a paid or a free? I think it's their first paid one. They did some one. free DLC. I Isn't think everything is their first paid one because it's and then now it's yes. paid. I think it's because it's the first like big. Okay. Yeah, big, I think like, it's expansion like an expansion the type thing. Cool. It's like you're you play as Chris, like a re- remodeled Chris, I guess, and stuff like that. Actually, he's more modeled after the original mm-hmm. Resident Evil One mm-hmm. Chris, but so yeah, should be interesting. Yeah, Tanner actually sent us like a like a good point, um, where he said, "Hold on, hold on, it has to." What the hell is my phone doing? What was my phone doing? He said VR is something that companies should start a special conference for because it is a niche thing. Um, And yeah, I can see that. Like, and actually, I have a point kind of along that lines uh, down the road because I think like these media showcases don't work anymore. Yeah, I think that they like they're just the wrong way that these are going. But uh, yeah, I mean. I would totally agree because, like, I wasn't sitting there watching that getting excited about VR. Right. Like, at all. And as somebody who wanted to, like, like jump on the VR bandwagon, like, I don't feel it right now. Yeah. I don't – the market, it's like – I think people are holding out just waiting for that something to push it over the top. You know, the PUBG of VR. And then everyone buys a unit, and then all of a sudden that market just gets flooded. And then people will show up, and you'll see everyone putting out – triple a vr games but nobody wants to pull the trigger on it because i don't want to lose their butt you know right yeah. uh, tanner also said and most games are indie which is fine but not main conference worthy right and i think like there's definitely a place for indie games on like a main conference showcases indie games all the time mm-hmm. yeah no. well yeah, PlayStation's pretty that's good about that. That, that used to be like a big competitive thing exactly like when xbox first announced their arcade like at e3 mm-hmm. yeah like the crowd like everybody went crazy over it um and it's been back and forth against playstation and them on indie games and then all of a sudden out of nowhere nintendo wins yeah. this year and which they've never backed indie developers ever. It's refreshing to see them do something new and that and was have that it was a smart choice for them. Yeah, it was. But uh, back on the point on like VR conferences, I don't think that would ever. Like I know Oculus had their whole thing, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like software. It was all about the hardware stuff. But one of the biggest developers for VR, the people who made E Valkyrie, just shut down. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, like and HTC just jump ship from vive project mm-hmm. they're already scrapped and working on something else yeah they're losing support so i'm like 
it's really hard to get into VR right now because Facebook has really dominated that market of mm -hmm. they're paying developers first to build on their platform. They have the market of connecting to your Facebook friends to Can't play multiplayer games and like doing all this other stuff. Right. So like, I'm pretty lucky that I'm the Oculus rep in town because it's like, hey, I have the that really nice VR that Facebook is backing. Right. <laughs> But right, like, and if you're not a part of that, it's really hard to get into the VR scape. It is, and I think like that goes down to like VR. Is it going to be something for gaming, or is it going to be something for uh, something else? You know, and like it'll like it'll a lot be of used for multiple purposes. Right, and a lot of like towns like have VR councils. We have the Ido VR Council. Um, There's even an arcade VR one off of State and yeah. Google. Oh, and I didn't so know that, I think actually. like. I think those are like really where that stuff has to be explored because it's tough to show off VR games in a conference. It is, yeah. Like unless you're standing there, because you can't watching. really experience it well, yeah, when you're right. watching. It's still going to be on a two-dimensional plane when you're showcasing, yeah, because yes. you're just mirroring the content. Unless you like throw right. a green screen up, and I don't want to stand there and watch some guy awkwardly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that doesn't add to the performance. Yeah, it's why I like throwing. No, I love I love the videos when people yeah. play in VR and it's like so action packed, and then it shows them what they're doing. They're just like flailing in the living oh, room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I watched I watched some guys play like a sword fighting game at PAX, mm -hmm. and like I just stood there and was like, "This, this is super lame to watch." <laughs> <laughs> like the guy was going at it, he was like rolling and shit. Oh, and like all this stuff, but <laughs> and then out of stuff. like, like the rest of us, <laughs> the rest of us are just like, cool, cool. <laughs> well, we need to take a break. Yes, we do. We'll be back shortly. Shout out to Tanner, who is uh, shouting out to us and being in on our conversation. Uh, he sent a message that says, VR is kind of cool, but it is pulling focus away from bigger, better focus. More optimization, better FPS, and simply better games. They are two different markets, and the price of entry does not work for 90% of the population. And for sure, I mean, I, that's the biggest thing holding back VR, right? It's entry. If it was two or yep. 300 bucks, which I know is not reasonable current gen, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not well, an expert on it. Yeah, Oculus just dropped down 399 as a permanent price. I think that's awesome. Miz is buying a PC that'll run it. Yeah. Right. Which, well, I think, I think PSVR, I think with the new model they are dropped in 299 too nice. and i mean that's the thing like that's why it, well, that's what makes psvr so appealing to consumers because mm -hmm. it's accessible but, but not for developers yeah i right. mean they'll get their sony the sony studios working on stuff there yeah, but but it's also like you're having a faulty product because it's not meeting minimum specs for a enjoyable vr experience mm -hmm. yeah so de developers don't want to get behind that because it's like oh they're gonna look at us as a developing company in a bad way because we were stuck with this kind of hardware. So I think that's one of the reasons why they don't want to go with that option as well. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, as technology advances in VR, obviously prices will still, will drop with it. And, you know, yeah. I'd be interested to see if like with this model two PSVR, if they can piggyback off of the power of the PS4 pro, mm -hmm. because I feel like when the VR came out, the pro wasn't out yet. No. And so maybe that that's something that they can do now. 
Um, I'm still waiting for Microsoft to enter this market. They just came out with a mixed reality headset, but uh, yeah. it's PC based. Is it the HoloLens? Or are no, they still working on it? No, they're doing something it's else. Like oh, Dell okay. and HP just made a mixed reality, or they each made their own mixed reality headsets that does inward out tracking. It's got motion controllers similar to the Oculus and stuff like that. The, and what's really cool about it is that it you don't need the expensive hardware of like a graphics card and all that because it's doing cloud computing to render and then send it to the system as a just a monitor. But the problem is you're getting large amount of uh, excuse me large amounts of latency because of it because you have to deal with an internet connection of all right I'm doing a render from a GPU server and then it's coming back in and so you're still not going to get like the greatest performance on it as something that would be local, but it's a really cool step in the right direction. Yeah. yeah so we got a message from Connor saying, uh, I have been very intrigued by the apparent video game revolution that is virtual reality gaming. However, every time I try to play it, it never seems realistic. Uh, the goggles fit perfectly over my eye patch, too. <laughs> Thanks for that last one. Yar, yeah, well, thanks, baby. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's one of the problems right there. You need uh, two eyes um, because it uh, does <laughs> stereoscopic you're, optics. Yeah, you're doing this wrong. I don't, I, it yeah, does, Connor, uh, I don't know what you're doing yeah, here. Yeah, it uses but. Uh, stereoscopic eyepieces to where it actually makes your I, eyes look at 110 degrees. I think that was right. a joke. I'm not entirely it, sure. It was a joke. Yeah, Connor, um, I can assure you, he has two working good, like, eyeballs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was kind of my thing. Like, when I did do the PSVR, it doesn't look as good. And yeah. it wasn't even like it wasn't even like the, you know the, the FPS and stuff. It's like just the graphic quality. Like when yeah. I played the Drive Club Simulator, because that was the most realistic looking thing I did. It's still like when I like look at the ground, like it was looked like a PS2 like mm -hmm. textures. So are and we stuff. talking like so for somebody like me who's not super familiar with VR, haven't used? I think I've demoed it like twice ever. Um, are we talking graphics downgrade? Like we're talking going from high to medium type thing? Or are we talking it's certain like textures going, are super low? It's like going ultra to low or medium. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so like, you're getting very low poly so models. So you're giving up a lot of uh, visual for well, some immersion. Certain it's games changing. this works for. Yeah, it's because when it first came out, they didn't understand that a headset is duplicating a 12, two 1200p displays at 90 frames a second at the mm -hmm. same time, at least on PC side, and doing that same thing on 60 frames a second. Um, so they weren't really understanding that, so they just did low-poly models and stuff like that. Whereas now you're getting games like Insomniac or Epic Games, like Robo Recall on PC, awesome. Like, that's such a fun game. Another really, like, another two really hyper-realistic games are Project Cars and Dirt Rally. I heard, like, I heard Project playing Cars. Playing those on cool. a racing sim chair mm -hmm. is awesome because, like, when you look around in a VR headset, it feels like you're sitting in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. That's sweet. So well, like, especially dude, if you awesome. can get, like, like a racing wheel, right? Yeah, if yeah. You put in the, and the, but that's the thing. It's that big investment at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Not only do you need a really nice PC, like I spent $2,400 on my PC, then you need the same amount of money for a good racing sim chair. So it's like, uh... Well, and beyond that, I think that, like, as a consumer, I'm worried that it's not going to take off. Like, we've seen VR fail before. Mm -hmm. Like, you look at the VR boom in the 90s that just crashed. And, Ooh. like... As like a consumer, like I feel, I feel scared to invest in it that it's not going to take off, um, because I've been I've been talking about VR, f like like realistic VR, for at least three years now, and I still feel like it's kind of in its infant stage, 
And that, that scares somebody like me who either I can go and I can get an Oculus headset or I can buy a Switch. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough purchase. And I mean, for a lot of people. Just being at Best yeah. Buy yesterday, walking past those switches on the shelf, I was like, mm. um, for me, since I have the PC, I'm gonna go with the Rift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I can't justify 500 bucks on a so Mario you, Odyssey or Zelda machine. Are you are you personally are you into the racing sims? I'm into like racing sims. See, yeah. and that to me makes a lot of sense for VR. Like that is a cool market because like think about how much it costs you to do that kind of crap in real life. Anyway, like, yeah, yeah. And, and you, you run buying lot, a car, lot, building the car, and not crashing it and, and killing yourself. You know, you know that <laughs> factors mean, into I mean, something. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Um, and Tanner also mentions it makes it even worse when devs like Bethesda charge extra for a VR version of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A, aka Fallout 4, Skyrim, uh, Skyrim, and Doom. I like money. Doom, yeah. I like money. Yeah, like. I'm surprised that you like what we were talking about last week. Skyrim for iPad. <laughs> it's coming. They they still have that one unannounced game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, like again, Guacamelee two. <laughs> wow, uh, we, we really we got jumped off track. way way far. No, I brought up VR, so I know, it happened. That was like whoop. Uh, Guacamelee two has four player co op. I forgot to say that, and that's Very fantastic. Cool. Um, and then anyway, so they showed off VR, uh, and then the most important game. Of this whole thing, of like the entire year, uh, the gods looked down upon the earth, smiled, and gave us Spelunky too. <laughs> I was God of War. I'm just kidding. And I like, so I, I wake just up, sat there stunned. I wake up. Uh, was it Sunday morning? Was that when it all got announced? Uh, Monday. It was Monday. Monday. What's today? Wednesday. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Monday. In our Facebook group, it's just you were going off about spelunky and like it's the best thing to ever and like have. literally like caps lock everything like this is like, the only thing good in the world right like, now is as, the fact that spelunky as, 2 is coming out as sony showed off some pretty other awesome no no games. no way as, no way nothing tops spelunky okay. 2 i know i know it's like it's so funny how like excited you are and they didn't even put it in the main conference i don't i don't i don't think they compete against sucker punch just saying but they do spelunky man spelunky infamous Oh. Spelunky. <laughs> Spelunky is like, as a platformer, is second only to Super Mario World. Okay, yeah, I wow. could. I mean, I could agree. That's cool. If you have not played Spelunky, I haven't. So maybe have I just don't. How long understand. has it been since Spelunky came out? Five, four years. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Maybe I, even more. Makes you wonder how many people are out there just freaking out like Matt right now, just rolling oh, on the ground. Oh, I'm sure a lot. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. Like, this is when this they announced, when they were like bringing it up, people were just freaking out. They're just like, oh, my God. Spelunky, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Spelunky is like, is one of those games that like is an indie darling. Um, like, I put it up there with, like, Braid. And Fez, Ooh, uh, it was like Journey. Yeah, it's like the greatest indie games of all time. Um, just the things about it, like, are just so well crafted and so good. And like, I'm so excited to see what they can do to continue on the heritage of that. Um, I'd be interested to see like how they're developing it. Spelunky, the original one, was developed by one person. Uh, one designer and one programmer, and then a composer. 
That's the Spelunky crew. Hmm. Um, and uh, that game is so good, given, like, it, like not even just what it had. Like, just, like, knowing, like, this is, like, it's just crazy. That game was so good. That's awesome. Um, and if you actually, like, I, first of all, go play the game. And then there's actually a no-clip documentary on it um, that I highly recommend because, like, it was one of those games where they hid so much stuff in uh, that it's just, like, it just works out so well. Um, it harkens back to, like, like the original Zelda, where you, like, legitimately feel like you don't know what's going on and you have to figure it out as you go. Oh, it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, that game is so good. Um Tanner has one comment on this um, before we go ahead and take our first hour break. Um, he says uh, $15 on Steam for Spelunky. Oh, nice. Totally worth it. Um, in fact, I may have an extra copy or two. I don't know. I'll have to look. Give um, it to me. Give and then me. he also said Undertale is the best indie game of all time. He loves Undertale. Not a platformer, but is still the best. That was, and I that just, is totally something that I an Undertale fan following. would say. Uh oh! It was on sale. On like, and I'm not like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not calling Tanner out like at all. Like he's gonna drive up here. <laughs> <laughs> like Undertale. Like don't get me wrong, Undertale is a fantastic game, but uh, the following behind that game and like it's as bad as some Rick and Morty fans. Yes, is the is it oh, kind of got sure. a little bit of a cult following it's going on? Very culty. Oh, very. Oh, he's typing. Oh um, boy, <laughs> for sure. I am not part of this cult. I just <laughs> no, like totally the game. like Undertale is fantastic. <laughs> it's like the people freaking out about Szechuan sauce when they weren't even born. Oh. Was out. Yes. It's those kind of people. Okay. Yeah. It's the greatest skeleton in, in all of video games. Okay. <laughs> uh, we need to take a break. Uh, Tanner did just send triggered. And with on that <laughs> note, we uh, are going to come back with our two. We're talking about video games. This is hour two of the Dry Spell cast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us like our friends Tanner and Connor have been doing, thank you, guys. Uh, you can do that. We are on Twitter at Dry Spell Radio, Facebook.com slash Dry Spell Radio, and Dry Spell Radio at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to continue talking about this whole Paris Games Week thing. I will leave Spelunky for now, um, although I am still... Happy. Can you give the address where to send in those questions and stuff again? I got some people that are interested. Just go ahead, give them the contact info. Are, are you kidding? No. Dry Spell Radio. Dry Spell Radio at gmail.com. I just want to just or say it. Facebook. At Dry Spell Radio. Or, yeah, back at Twitter. And there twi you go, everyone. Okay. It's asking me. Thank you. Just search Dry Spell Radio <laughs> and, and you'll be there. Um, so, and then they started out their uh, media showcase. Uh, with a barn burner, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. 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 Oh, so that, I think that was the most 
This was the most shocking. Yeah. Kind of came out of besides field, Spelunky. I was kind of like, whoa, then, what did I just see? That was like. Besides Spelunky 2. One yeah. of the most metal AF trailers oh, behind totally. that Last of Us 2 one. Oh, we'll, we'll get into the Last oh of Us 2 God. in a second. But yeah, this uh, goes to Tsushima. Goes to Tsushima. Tsushima. That's what it is. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's from the creators of Infamous. Yes. It's what they've been working on for the last couple of years. I'm so cause, excited. Because, what, Second Son and I guess Second Son Infamous, First Light. Infamous 2. Um, was the last thing they did. And that's Sly Cooper as well. Yeah. And then. I mean, this studio's got a lot of like good history behind them, and I'm really looking forward to this game. It's pretty I mean, diverse, too, because you're like fantasy animal stuff yeah. and then you have superpowers mm-hmm. but then now we're they might go with a hyper realistic approach yeah on this now we're one. going like feudal japan you're as a plane as a samurai so there's not going to be yeah the powers and like cartoony stuff and I like i read that it's based on like japanese history but yeah it's based on the mongol invasion so that's cool yeah i yeah i mean that game looks really cool from what i interpreted the trailer there might be some power to it just because I'm sure literally they show him tied to a stake and then just burnt alive, and then well, when the smoke clears, it I shows him throwing his mask on. So well, if you that. ever watch like martial arts movies, yeah. I mean they they do that stuff. So I'm really that's what makes sense. excited for that because they said that it is like going to be an open world like yep. experience, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really just like fun. What, yeah, and Potential they do that. Huge. Su- they do such a good job with open world games in a single player mm-hmm. platform like that. That. That's why I love Sucker Punch so much because yeah. they just do really well and with those kind like of like they're things. one of the studios when that, their games come out, I buy them day one. Yeah. I mean, they're I did with Infamous. Second one of the Sun reasons why I want to go back to being a console pleb and buying a PS4 Pro. Yes. Yeah, you mentioned that the other day. I was like, hmm, okay, cool. <laughs> See, um, consoles still have their uses, Matt. They do, if unless they would they're stop a, doing exclusives. Then. Right. If they were well, if they were available uh, on PlayStation or like a console. And a PC. PC. I'm definitely getting PC. Well, that's why I don't buy an Xbox, because they have the Xbox app on the PC, and then I'm like, oh, just play it on my PC. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. You shot yourself in the foot there, Microsoft. Mm -hmm. No, they did it, because either way, they're going to get money. Yeah. I like money. (laughs) I like money. Uh, So... That. Like, I that was totally crazy and just out of nowhere. Uh, And that's exciting. Well, because I know Sony... Before this, uh, the showcase, they did say they had six games, that, six new games that they were going to announce within the rest of the year, and they announced three of them here. I think so. I think we're going to see probably three new ones in next month. So looking forward to that because that, that was one of them, Spelunky Two, and what was the other game? I, it's I'm blanking on it now. Maybe they announced two new it ones. It was the uh, Yuja or whatever, the one that looked very similar to Journey. That one, that was okay. like that indie style game. I think that's another one. Yeah, I don't think that was like a major. Because all the other games they showed off have been previously announced. I don't so. think it was like a major IP though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They showed off a couple of games like that. Like, uh, like I wrote down Concrete Genie, uh, which was the like the feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I grew up with no friends, so I like I totally get this. Um, oh dang. Like I like I used to draw on walls. Uh I used to draw my friends on walls, so I totally like that. Um they showed off Erica, which is an FMV uh choice based game, which it sounded like they made it sound like, oh, this is this is the most revolutionary thing like you've ever seen. Like eh. 
I think the reason why they're saying it's revolutionary is because it's using their new PlayLink software. Yeah. Being able to control it all with your phone. Yeah. So you could, like, it's sit down neat. with someone. Hey, let's watch a movie, but let's control what happens. Yeah, the PlayLink thing's actually We've done it. We did that. Uh, we that's did you game. That's you. And that like was kind of fun. So and I want to play. Box 3D. Yeah, I want to yeah. play Hidden Agendas yeah, as I well. Do. I heard that's pretty fun. So. Um. And then they showed off more VR stuff. This is where they announced new VR games. Uh, and I didn't really care about any of them. No. Um, again, like my position on that stands. Uh, I loved their Far Cry 5 trailer. Oh, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, the co op. Uh, if you have not seen that, I think that was probably one of the most enjoyable trailers to come out of this, was that co op trailer. And it was fun. It was good. I'm like, kind of looking forward to this game because I think it's just going to be I really think this, fun. I think this game is a hardcore like uh, identity crisis. Oh, like, yeah. uh, like this is like uh, super like lighthearted and like fun. Like, I'm gonna fly this plane and kill some people. You're gonna run them over. Mm-hmm. And like, and then like you see the other trailers and they're like beating religious fanatics. And yeah, I'm like, right. good. God, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, what? What is this game? How are it's, you actually going to play this game? I, the biggest <laughs> thing I want from ride. Far Cry is I want him to give me a villain that's as good as Voss from Three. Yeah, Far. Yeah, he was. That guy was in every trailer. He dies halfway through. That was my only complaint. Yeah. But that, yeah, Spoiler like the writing. Alert. That yeah, guy. Alert! Oh, I mean, the game came out like seven <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, Another uh, one I'm looking forward to is. Uh, Detroit become human. Yeah, that that trailer that they had, that? I like, think that was probably. I mean, that's a really well done trailer. You have a no. I saw your note on that. You did see my note on that. Um, yeah, they showed this towards the end. So okay, well actually, let's get to that in a second because I like I have a segue into oh, okay. that. Um, th- the they announced that uh, Far Cry was coming out on February twenty seventh. I don't know if that was known prior to it this. Was, I think. I it can't remember. Weird. I think February was known. I don't think they actually had an actual date yet. Wow. So um, They announced Destiny 2 DLC, uh, Curse of Osiris, about, December 5th. About time. About um, time we got Osiris in this game. They've been, you know, I, will, I will say the writing for, for that trailer was god-awful. Terrible. Like, so bad. Community um, doesn't care. They're gonna buy. Like, no, for oh, sure. New villains. Because well, it's like you like you're buying. your guardian and you walk up and you start talking to uh, what's her face, Ikora. Yeah, Ikora, and she like starts explaining like, oh, this was my teacher and he was bad and and then it turned into a sales pitch. Yep. And I'm like. Either she's yeah. talking to you as a guardian, or she's talking, or she's talking to, mm. to me as a consumer. It was, right. was kind of weird. Don't do both of those. Yeah. Now that you bring it up, I was like, that, okay, that's kind of yeah. weird. Like I, like I sat there and I was like, oh, come on, guys. Did you guys ever watch the movie Grandma's Boy? Yeah. yeah. So when they're sitting there, they're like, what if we make them a different color? And that's how exactly how I felt with those weird Vex things. I totally. was like, those are just Vex, but gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or like, that's, they that's like no, a, they're, that's not they're ancient new, Vex. They're ancient and future Vex, that's not so a don't new worry. Creature. This, you just made them gold. <laughs> like, congratulations, Bungie. Like, what's going on? We'll see. I no, mean, I'm know. sure it'll be good. I, I've. Well, maybe. I mean, I'm still gonna buy. I'm yeah. like, I'm still gonna play it. I'm and gonna I got play the digital it too. Deluxe edition, so I'm getting it anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, they showed off uh, more of Monster Hunter World, and the weird thing about this was Aloy is coming. You can play as Aloy. That was kind of cool, but the the trailer just looked god awful. 
Yeah, like it, it was not a good. It was trailer. like chaotic, and I didn't even know what's going the on. Video this is quality like, was just yeah. Like, and then like and then like when Aloy came out, I'm like, oh, they're showing off gameplay from the new uh, yeah the, the new, new expansion. expansion. And then like all of a sudden they're like, play as Aloy and Monster Hunter because like, Aloy's <laughs> so good, you can play her in other games now. Like, no. I want to see her in Super Smash Bros. Um. Or what was what was PlayStation's it like, was, Super Smash Brothers? Whatever. I don't remember, but I like I remember playing. Royale, oh my god! PlayStation I, f- I remember that. Whatever. I remember playing as Fat I Princess. Forgot about that game entirely. Yeah, that's right. That's and probably yeah, a good had, thing. Like, had Cole from <laughs> it Infamous that great. and like Snake like, and yeah. You played as Fat Princess and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Fat Princess was the best character in that yep. thing. Yep. Um, that's fine. I totally forgot about that. Quatrone would totally know because I played it with him. Yeah. Um. It was like PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale or something like that. Yeah, something. that sounds like what it was. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, they announced the first DLC for Call of Duty World War II. Shocker. Which, uh, shocker, right? Like, like That was like, DLC. I thought that was just a regular trailer. I know. I know. So, and then, <laughs> like, it was the trailer. <laughs> so the problem with this is this game isn't out. Good job, Activision. I'm, I'm. So when is Activision going to start pitching the season pass before the game's announced? They did. That's they did that with like do. every single Call of Duty. That's the thing. Like that's the, what bugs me the most about this announcement. Is seriously, you got you've got like five days. Wait till the game release and then announce your DLC. Like, Bro. don't announce DLC before. Let's be honest, though. World of War is still going to be the better Call of Duty World War II game. Oh boy, I just killed the mood in this room. Mm. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to argue yeah. about Call of Duty games. But all the old Mel- Medal of Honors were better anyway. So. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can get behind that. Big Red 1 was pretty good. <sighs> yeah. Call kinda... of Duty 4 was probably one of the greatest games oh, of, of all course. time. Of course. Of course. Uh, 10. <laughs> Believe me. So, um, that comes out Friday. Yeah, that comes out Friday, guys. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. I get every Call of Duty. Mm. I'm that guy, um, and I actually like the last two. I yeah, actually, Infinite Warfare was actually a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the story. Of that, just saying, put it out there. Fair enough. Because it was so new and different. Yeah, um, it was original. It was original. Yeah, we need to take a break. So Connor sent in World of War takes the cake. I still stand by Call of Duty Four. I'm sorry, like it, like I said uh, on our game. break. I mean, it was the first to find everything that we've been modeling games after Shout for out to ten Infinity years. Ward. Yeah, like that. That actually, that whole trilogy was just incredible. It really was. It was. It was I mean, I would literally buy a version of just all the story together. I don't even yeah, need Yeah, all the campaign. If they just, the if they just threw all three campaigns, campaigns yeah. unreal. I'd be cool with that. I would literally skip Call of Duty every other year because just Treyarch just knows how to ruin a Call of Duty. <laughs> like they they're just great at it. And then Sledgehammer is now doing but, the same thing. But zombies. Little zombies. I mean, <laughs> I watched The Walking Dead. That's enough zombies for me. Yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Um, all right, so. 
Battlefront 2, nothing to say special there. Um, so this is where like it got good. Um, they showed off Spider-Man. Oh, like a decent trailer to Spider-Man. Oh, man. That game's awesome. going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks good. It it looks like it's going to be fun to play. They didn't show off gameplay necessarily, but like I mean, we got that at E3, right. so we saw we saw quite a bit there. Um, yeah, that oh, it's going to be fun. He is one of the superheroes that has been blessed to have a fairly good track record of games. Uh, there's yeah. been some bad Spider-Man yeah. games, but there's uh, been some good ones. I'm saying, like, but there's been some good ones. Iron yeah. Man hasn't hit any gold yet. I did you ever see the Iron Man tie-in games? No. Oh, no. oh my gosh, it's just shovelware. Don't even bother. I. I stand by, I think Insomniac is a good studio. Very I think good. they're going to do a really good job with this. So I'm excited to see what they come out with this. Um, and then the Detroit. That was... So... Become human. Why I... Why, oh, this presented my first issue with this whole media showcase. Everything's kind of lighthearted, like kind of cartoony. <laughs> hey, Peter Parker, child abuse. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, good God, man, what just happened? It was pretty abrupt. And, you know, like, sure, that, like, I think that trailer showed off what that game is going to do and how it's going to Th- do there it. Was, there it's was probably the most powerful one where they've shown, like, oh, your actions really matter. Really matter. And it's really mm-hmm. cool how they, like, showed the decision tree of, yeah, like, what exactly. goes yes. down at the end of that trailer. I'm like, holy crap, and, there are a right, lot Right, there, yeah. there, yeah. there were some where, like, the little girl died. Yep. Or and somewhere like you die, the dad. right? And then she kills him, and, or, like, and then I'm, like sure, that. I'm like, sure there's one where you kill the dad, or, or just, you kill the girl on accident. Yeah, like, like I'm sure they're like it's huge game. Like I mean, that's super cool that it gives each player a really unique experience, mm-hmm. especially in like a streamer standpoint. Yeah, because that's a game you can someone stream. Someone that just loves games from those creators of like Heavy Rain and all that other well, stuff. Yeah, like, Quantic Dream. Right, yeah, so. those like decision-based games. Like it's really cool. Yeah. Now I will say I I felt uncomfortable watching this. I hope everybody felt uncomfortable. I, I, well, watching I think trailer. that's what they were going that for. That was the point. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, they were. Draw that emotion out. Yeah. I. They should have at least said something beforehand. I don't know. Yes. It, it was. No, it was I, not the developers. I, the minute he was the they people the, who put together the shock wanted, value. Yeah, they wanted that emotion. But still, that was so the same like way Last of Us. That I'm sure. I, I, I'm sure exactly that. Mm. But it. There needs to be something. But the minute like he stands up and screams the f word within like five minutes, at like five seconds of each other, and then like chases the little girl, I felt, I felt like that needed to be handled way differently. I'll, I think we got a pretty split room on this. I, I, I think mean, you're probably right. I, I think, and that's okay. I I think that. Uh, it was totally effective. Absolutely nothing wrong with the trailer. It got to me. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I from a press conference standpoint, I'm a little bit with Matt. Just the setup for it was. I, I get they're going for emotional impact, but it kind of hit me. It, I'll be honest. Took me a few seconds to kind of like be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? After you know what I mean? Yeah. That was my only problem and, with and it. And then for like sure. when they were hitting at the very beginning that. He might have been the one that killed the mom, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Yo, this went a hundred percent real quick." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he, for sure, and he's the one that killed, like, because they like, she's like the new android that he killed the first time around. That's what the daughter said. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh god, it's like, 
I mean, I thought it was a very well done trailer. Yeah, I think. And I, it's cool how they like, oh, that messed up. Let's go back. Yeah. Oh, that messed up. Let's right. go back. I felt like it was tone deaf, to be honest. Like, I felt, I felt like they handled something, like, as big as, like, domestic and child abuse poorly. Fair enough. I, I, could, see, I could see that perspective. I could see that. Um, I don't know. The minute that the, the words things could have been different popped up, I thought, wow, like... I, I, I know what the game is going for, and I, like, I'm sure like points like in the game like that are like great. That marketing tool right there bugged me. Yeah. But I mean, that's like things could be different. You could have stopped this girl from getting murdered. But that's been their tagline for every trailer they've done. And I so. get that. I totally get that. That's the tagline for the game. I understand that. In this situation, I felt like it was delivered. Poorly. Okay. You know what the funny thing is, though, about that? Here we are talking about it. So would you say it was effective from a PR standpoint? It was standpoint totally effective. Definitely, because yeah. we wouldn't be talking about it this much exactly if it right. wasn't that like, I'm sure when they cut that together, there were people that said the same thing, and they said, look, this is going to stir the pot. Let's do it. There's something. There's like a, there's a creative control. as like an editor or something where right. you have to sit back and be like, at what point, like how far can I push somebody um, and so this was definitely a conscious decision to do that. Definitely. Again, I just I just felt weird about it. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Fair enough. Um, so that that was like the first like moment because again, Peter Parker was right before this, mm-hmm. and then it goes into this almost without no no space. Even if just like one little filler game in there that's on the dark side. Like, but, then, uh, but then it went even more extreme after. Yeah, yeah, but then, then, they, then, then with almost really. well, with almost no warning or space in between, they went to Dad of War. Yeah, which the kid talks way too much. Oh my god! Incredible. I loved he's, everything he's like, I saw, Ugh. and then I'm just like, okay, uh, tone down the I kid. Did. That's why they want to do it though, because they don't want to just bring that ravage like. Yeah. portion of Kratos. Mm-hmm. They want to see how he reacts in Again. front of a child now. Yeah. Which Again, it's it's the difference between like a God of War and a Dad of War game, right? Yeah. I'm glad to see they pulled the camera out from the earlier demos because it was in way yeah. too much on the early demos. I was like, whoa, this doesn't well, Do you feel also like notice there was not a single cut until they hit yep. the snowy mountain? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, that was really like impressive. The way they were able to manipulate the camera mm-hmm. yeah. to tell that oh, story I'm, I'm was really, just really cool. This game. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, it looks very, like a great game. I mean, I've loved God of War like, since they like first came out. I will and, say, like, I loved the moment where they, like, when he saw the Soul Eater and was like, uh, Mom told me, like, not to go near him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, then, then don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Solid parenting. Yeah, right I'm there. like, that's good. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that was a really good moment. Um. Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't really show anything beyond that of that game. Well, I mean, it's so close to release at this point. I don't think they want to like spoil. What is too the much. release date on that one? February. Early, early 2018. I oh. think it's February. I think they even said it, February 20th or something I, like that. No, I just saw early 2018. That would surprise me. Regardless, I'm saying February 20th as that release date. Boom, there you go. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> they don't. May, they may not even know that. But Fake news. They're like here. Fake news. Exactly. Um, and then directly into Shadow of the Colossus. Cool. Cool. Uh, it's going to be $30, so whatever. Cool, cool, <laughs> it looks good. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. And then, 
And then he came out and was like, yeah, like we're, we've got like one more exclusive to show you, blah, blah, blah. And I, I still can't tell at the beginning of these if I'm watching Days Gone yeah. or The Last of Us 2. I, was, I, <laughs> I was heard the rain and I'm like, boat. yeah, this is The Last of oh. Us. <laughs> Like and then like the color palette, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I actually stepped away during The Last of Us. I had something come up and I haven't watched it yet. Bruh. Okay, well we're gonna talk about it anyways yeah, because I we mean, have to. Need yeah, to no, watch no, it. please, please. I'm going to watch it. This is another done. one that people got upset about because yeah. they didn't have a viewer discretion advising. Yes. But I'm like, well, and after the last one, you should be like, okay, yeah, stuff's going like, down. It was yeah. super brutal. Oh. I will give it that. It was definitely, Clipper I think, the like, most. Oh, geez. Yeah, I can't A lot more action in this trailer. Uh, uh, a girl got her arm <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. It was, like, it was torture like, porn. They literally hammered <laughs> the girl's arm <laughs> no, and broke her. It was totally torture porn. They're like, oh. they're like <laughs> hanging this girl. Maybe like, the torture with part, just not the porn You need to watch this trailer. It's five minutes long. The entire time, I'm just like. You're telling me they should have put that before the other Literally, They literally, no. They literally. Found have started this person, it. And they're like clipper wings, and they bash your elbows in oh, with a hammer. Yeah, like, oh. They should have went directly from Spelunky two to this. <laughs> and that was, and that was, they showed that right after they dragged this other chick onto a noose and then make her stand on a bucket. Holy and, and then like, crap! And like the, she's like, you know, like he, like she pulls up her shirt and she's like threatening her like with a knife like on her stomach. And, like and you're just like, I'm just sitting there like, I know, I was sitting uh, there like, 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 I'm like, oh my like, god, I could feel the knife on my own stomach. Oh I'm just like, yeah, that's like the one thing. Like honestly, I'd rather be shot than stabbed. But yeah. uh, just like. Amen. The Last of Us does a really man. good job of doing that and just like plucking those heartstrings. Like mm-hmm. when I first played Last of Us, and it shows that his daughter just gets the, the first wrecked. like yeah, fifteen yeah. minutes. And what's funny is like my dad was visiting me when I was in um, when that game first came out, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I just bought a PS4, all this other stuff. And then me and him were sitting there, and he goes, "Dude, this is like a movie." He's like, "What's well, going on?" I, and I, he just like he was getting emotionally attached yeah. to. Mm-hmm his uh, daughter just from that short scene and I'm like this is the power of video games yeah. right here well cause I, I have like, a similar story cause like my parents growing up they're always like oh you were playing those stupid video games, games. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. and countless times I catch my parents just watching all the time like Red Dead was the big one my dad would always watch with me playing. that does not surprise me your dad would be into Red Dead but Last of Us was at a time where I was living at home again and I was the only child so like I was you know always kind of taking over the house and my mom would always be in the kitchen and like our kitchen living rooms kind of like connected so i'd be playing last of us and my mom literally watched me play the, the entirety of this game and at the very end where you like make your decision my mom's like oh my god like <laughs> even she's like what is going on and that you know you drive away at the end and she's like is that really how it ends? So, like, mm-hmm. my mom was so into this game. It that's was, awesome. It was so funny. And, I mean, that's what the beauty is, like, these narrative. I mean, Naughty Dog the does power such a great job. games like that, for getting, sure. Like, with the narratives This is why and stuff. I love PlayStation exclusives. This is why I won't mind buying a PS4 mm-hmm. Pro. Like, for games like that, like Uncharted and Last of Us. I and, mean, yeah. You know, so. Infamous and then Ghost of Tsushima that's about to come out, like, this is why I'm like a diehard PS like a PlayStation fan yeah. since I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, like that that trailer in obviously it doesn't show Joel or Ellie at all. It's all new people. Which I was really surprised. Which and it makes me wonder if this because it kind of was mo- mostly focused around the girl who was like be, trying to be hung at the time. I wonder if she's going to be a new playable character. Okay. Ha- so there there is a bunch of conspiracies going around about that right now that do you want to know? 
Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. They're saying that that might be Ellie's mom uh, because mm. they talk about Anna through like the first story. Oh. And so somebody like even posted on Twitter, like, who is this new character? Um, is it Ellie's mom? And Naughty Dog's like official Twitter like responded and saying the new playable or this like I don't know if they say playable but the new character in this trailer is and it had they just put four black squares, totally trolling. Hmm. And so now people I, are like, oh my god! I like, was kind of thinking, is this her? That yeah. it was like, is this is this gonna be like before Last of Us and after Last of Us? Like, are you going to play both? That would be really See, I, interesting. I was thinking she's obviously going to be a new playable character, and she's going to be, because they kind of hint at this in that le the Left Behind DLC, uh, that she's going to be, like, with Ellie, that she's going to be Ellie's love interest in the game. Hmm. That's how I see the dynamic mm. being. But maybe, I mean, I could be totally wrong, because she seemed a little young to be a mother, especially at this time Ellie's probably going to be a late teenager in her early 20s, because I know that this is a couple well, years they, after the fir game, well, first one. The previous one, they showed Ellie playing the guitar. She didn't look like she aged that much. No. Yeah. But so, I, I think they said this is like five years after the first one or something like that. I don't know. Like, I, like I'm i still a little confused by the time. Because, I mean, Ellie yeah, was, same. what, she was 12 or 13 in the first one, so I'd imagine she's going to be like that. 17, 18 in this. So maybe. But, I mean, I kind of was thinking yeah, more love interest kind of thing. So, like, they'll have that connection there. I think they're just going to show how, like, hardened Ellie has gotten yeah. because of how, like, animalistic people have gotten because mm -hmm. of this whole outbreak. And, I, I mean, that's what the trailer was showing. Yeah. Was just, oh, that's why the they just barely people. showed the clicker thing. They just showed, like, the Well, that, that, that ended up being, like, the animosity in the first game. The zombie parts were like the relief part of for me in The Last of Us. It was the parts you when you dealt with the other human beings that I was like yeah, really stressing sure. out. Like that one and part that's when I was always ran out of stuff and I'm like I need it. Yeah, right. Like, when when you it. like when you uh, get hit by the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like or, that is the worst part I, of that whole game. No, I think mm -hmm. the worst part for me is when you're playing as Ellie in the snow and that guy's like oh that's oh it's just like. Uh, that was for me, and then uh, you haven't played this game, have you? I, I've I've watched a full playthrough okay. of it, so I know what you guys. So are yeah, like when about. like yeah. and then when like that guy's like chasing you through that restaurant trying to get uh, you, and then you finally kill him, and she, Ellie just unleashes on him. That was like the moment yeah. I was really like, she's a little, she's B A A F. <laughs> guys, we got to take a break, um, and we're gonna send DJ on his way. He's got stuff to do. So uh, I want to say, DJ, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, your commentary is always welcome. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we've got a couple new stories, a little bit to finish on. I've got opinions, so they're going to come out. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. got about uh, a little under maybe a half an hour left not not too much um 
So my thought on the Last of Us Two trailer was like, I think I was more shocked that Ellie and Joel weren't involved in this at all, mm. um, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, like I was totally. Cool like originally, we we were thinking that this game wasn't going to involve them at all. Um, I think they need to decide. Um, maybe going on from this point, they need to decide: are they going to are they going to involve them or not? I think there's some intentional misdirection. Probably. I I. I think Ellie's going to be the main character. I don't think you're going to even play as Joel at this game in this game as all at all. Well, people's I still kind of believe he's dead. Yeah. And I kind of think so too. I'm kind of leaning towards that way. So I, Ellie it's going to be all Ellie, but you still need that other character and I think obviously they're going to you're going to be this other girl. And which could be the mom, could be a lover, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like said I kind of believe it's her mom. Um but again, it's all it's all, all spe- like all it's all speculation at this, at this point. point. I will say like the trailer was brutal, and Ugh. I see what they were going for. I think that the inclusion of so much violence actually detracted from it. Hmm. I would have actually liked to have seen like them hammer the arm like once to break it, or maybe even twice break an arm, and then like Cut show the like the pastures. Sh- yeah no like show like the shadow of it or something i think that yeah, would have actually I, I been a better effect honestly I, I was more surprised that they actually showed them sh- like actually hammering the arm I, was, I would imagine like showing the action but then like not actually mm. and you just hear that you hear the break and then her scream right and i think like showing it like once like would have been great i think like showing it again is where it becomes too much how and then when she like jumps up like uh and like uh, swings the hammer again, uh, and nails the the person in the side of the head. Oh, and it, like you have to see this. God, it's, I'm it's, listening it's, to this. I'm crazy. just like, dang, we're, I like, missed we're, out. We're gonna watch it right after. We're it done like this. it legitimately like sticks like in her like in oh. the side of her head. It hits her with the back of the hammer. Oh. So just, like, uh, like this that game, was just a little too much for me. I see. I thought it was perfect because I think I thought this it was game, too much violence. And like, not as like, uh, like, oh, that's too much violence. We're making our like, yeah, you're not trying violent. to be PC. I'm saying like, I think it like, it wasn't. I think it. Well, not even that. I think it actually distracts from the, the, the what they're trying to sell. Makes sense. Um, this is purely from like an editing standpoint, right? Like, I think that it's just torture the simulator. More, yeah, the more you show, the less effective it actually is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, you could do some things with like. See, I think I don't know. This game is gonna cross some lines. Oh, I'm sure. And I think that's kind of what they they're showing it already. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you're gonna get into if you buy this game. This is like your warning. Like, it's gonna get worse than this. And for me, that's okay with me. Like, I think that's gonna be okay because this like because it's set up beautifully. Like how terrible people can be. Right. Like, and it's true. People. I mean, if you have no laws or if you're not, you know, nothing to stop you, what there's nothing to stop you to do anything, you're going to do whatever you want. And that's kind of what this first game did kind of show off. And I think it's going to be really extreme because they've been living in this world for such a long time. It's mm-hmm. all they know is violence. And I, I think it's just it's going to be one of those games where you probably play an hour or two and have to take a break. Mental fatigue. Oh, I think it's and it's like when I yeah, it's going to be a good one. I think I'm really looking forward to it. It's that my, means the payoff when you hit the end is going to be huge. Yeah, and we'll see if we have an ending like the first one and just like blow your ears like, what? how do I feel about this? Yeah. So, yeah, that that was basically the conference. Um, 
I think that these conferences aren't effective anymore. Uh, this is my personal opinion on this whole subject. Like, again, transitioning from Peter Parker to child abuse, I think, is something that is maybe a little too far in one sitting. I know you want to show off your games. I think there's actually better ways to do that. Um, I, I, I wish it was back kind of to the days where people would come out and talk about like development yeah, and talk about the game interviews, stuff like that, like legit press conferences. It's so easy to put a trailer out on YouTube. Oh yeah. Like it's effortless. And then you just, okay, PR, just watch the Facebook page and we'll give more details. Right. Them, you know, and I think that that's the easy thing. Um, and so there's no substance to these media showcases. They're just trailer after trailer after trailer was my problem coming out of E3. Um, my favorite parts of E3 were like the Mario Rabbit segment mm -hmm. or when they announced uh, Beyond Good and Evil. You know, and they were the like these human elements to those right. that like I legitimately really enjoyed. Uh, trailers, I can, I can look them up on YouTube. Uh, why not, when you have the chance to get all these people together, why don't you show us that? Yeah. Well, and it's like the last conference I watched where they had a moment that was more um, personable, like you're talking about, is, you know, even though it wasn't my favorite game in the series, like when Todd Howard came out about Fallout 4, the reason two things contributed to selling so many copies, I personally believe. One was the time window. They came out and announced a game and launched it that fall. That was smart. You didn't make people wait. That's but right. The, that Fallout came out really yeah, quick. Yeah, they after. were really good about that. I kind of hope that and they that, continue And that's kind that. of what Bethesda did with their conference this right, year. Right, right. And then the second thing is he came out and he talked about you know, detail. He talked about what went into the development, yeah. the setting, what inspired it. People want to hear that stuff. If you, especially these big titles, like I just, I, I'm fascinated to know, like, like with Assassin's Creed. So why'd you pick Egypt? Like, what, what, what inspired that? What kind of work did the developers do? Like, this is stuff I want to know. I don't want to watch it, like you said. I don't want to watch your trailer for the third time. I yeah. do think one way you could integrate a trailer that would be cool, and I want to see somebody do this really well, you, you, you put out a trailer prior to the conference, a couple weeks. Let people pick it apart. Make it like kind of a mis mysterious thing, kind of like this Last of Us thing where we're trying to say, yeah. like, is it before, is it after? And then you come out and you do a commentary and you kind of pick apart that trailer and talk about parts of it, and then that kind of fuels the people who have been theorizing this whole time. I think that could be kind of cool. But once again, that's somebody coming out and actually taking the time to connect with people. So I agree with you 100%. I think just rolling trailer after trailer after trailer at these conferences is just getting old. And that's part of the reason I kind of got up and walked away. I mean, I picked an awful time to do it, obviously. But you know what I mean? I'm just kind of like, okay, I've watched a lot of trailers in a row. And that has been evident like last several E3s. I, know, yes. I mean, E3 several years ago when they actually would actually talk about hardware and mm -hmm. stuff like that where they take time and not just, you know, 
press the play button and let the trailers roll. They'd actually be on the stage talking about their games. Could you imagine if Apple, every time they came out with a new iPhone, they're just like, oh, watch this trailer. All right, any questions? Okay, yeah, bye. I mean, you know, I mean, it'd be you, boring. You Nobody would watch that. I think, it, I think it is actually like an industry not understanding that their their community wants substance definitely uh, i mean it's the problem when you get to the heart of problems with like games media it's it's all tip of the iceberg things mm. nobody wants to dig down nobody wants to do investigative research nobody like like and the thing is is there's definitely a market for that and people want to hear those things and that's why like these quote unquote media showcases kind of bug me yeah i could see that uh, i think they're just like tanner actually put it well thanks tanner uh oh. there's too much trailer hype these days give us real games real footage and don't lie no man's sky yeah. uh yeah because that's yeah. an issue i feel like every time a trailer comes out it's never gameplay i feel like gameplay trailers are like few and far between now and define gameplay pre-render yeah it's not like okay battlefront that's one thing i actually did enjoy on ubisoft conference several years ago when they actually had a group is for far cry 3 had a group of people literally playing far yes. cry 3 on stage yes yes and that was great that was really cool because it wasn't like one of those like anthem this year mm -hmm. when it has like the scripted dialogue over I just what's don't going buy on any like, of that. that's not real gameplay it's right. not I mean, because Division did the same way, and it's just too, it was too scripted. Rainbow Six Siege's trailer was yeah. the same way. And I liked it when people are actually, and like, it was, oh, I want to say it was four years ago. It was right when the PS4 came out mm -hmm. for Sony's E3 conference. They had all those indie devs come on stage yep. and show off their indie game, and that was just so cool. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, I need to lead us into one more break. Um, and then, you know, we've just got a couple minutes Send left. Send random so. questions. All right, guys, it looks like we're just about out of here. Uh, the last thing I want to say about Paris Games Week for now, at least, is Microsoft did a PUBG event. Like, I knew literally PUBG just was going to find its way into this. Of I course. Every week? Uh, the big news out of here, it will be released into early access on the Xbox One on December 12th. Now, I got a message from someone about eight years in the future yesterday, and they said that the first map and the vaulting system were going to be going live. In yes. The, in, in well, and it's, I guess it's in the testing it's in the test I heard right it's now. an absolute disaster from I'm somebody probably. testing it. The vaulting is literally breaking the game. So Great. Yeah, right. That's what I thought. Like, really, really, really bad. So, um, Yeah. So there's that. And I think the bigger news, to be honest, is they said... It will leave PC early access in December. Oh. That includes the new map. That's got to drop the new map then. Yeah, because that's what they've yep. been bragging about. That, I mean, that's a month now. They're doing the two so this new maps game, or just the desert? Just the, it's just, just the, the desert, desert one. one. It's not going to be. wait about seven more years, do the next map. Yeah. And it'll, I mean, it'll still be in early access then. So Right. Because how... Because why ever, why ever release a full game when you can still make money in early access? That's yeah, unfortunately the truth. Yeah, and I think that that is big news. Uh, it means that they're promising a 2017 release. Um, I'll be interested to see if it actually happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, 
I don't know. It just seems like the last dozen times I've played it, it is a laggy mess. Oh, and I'm sick t- of speed hackers. Yes. Yeah, which it's is just... un- that comes with the growth. I just hope they can find a way to get on top of it soon because makes me not want to play it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. To be honest, that may be all we have time for. Eh, we can run a couple things by. No, not really. Um, so like <laughs> the uh, he died. The last thing, like, so uh, Tanner posed a question, so we might as well tackle that real fast. Um, Again, about Paris Games Week, I guess. Honestly, I think that the culture is starting to shift to not trust developers because of so much letdown from conference hype. Totally. I have noticed more of this. Have you guys noticed this as well? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I think people are starting to get weary. It's like the battle back against pre-orders, right? Well, and if anyone's, like, listened to our show in the past i've expressed my what watchdogs did to me right and it is i i blame watchdogs solely i think that's happening right now there are certain things that i, I see that i literally watchdogs. i, I know, literally think scam that was one of those that was the eye-opening experience for me when they showed off watchdogs at e3 mm. and it was just like whoa and then it releases and you're like this game is poo garbage i yeah. and like I, that was i so i don't pre-order games anymore because of watchdogs i don't I mean, it's just that was a game that really just like destroyed my life. Put a sour taste in your mouth. I remember yeah. you were upset. I was. I would have been. I literally played an hour of that game and then instantly sold it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough it's a tough thing because you have to create a market in which you want your like people need to buy your game, right? Uh, and so, from a marketing standpoint, you want to hype up things, uh, and. I'm going to go back to No Man's Sky. Uh, The problem with No Man's Sky is they hyped up all these things they wanted to put in the game, realized they were not going to get it into the game in time, and then started backpedaling. But by then, the damage was done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they backpedaled after they pushed the go button. That's the problem. And I think that that is one of the ones that you have to sit down and look at and be like, this is as a PR person, we can't do this. It's a debacle at that point. Absolutely. Um, and there's enough of like, there's enough hype around like press conferences or media showcases where they show games that never happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how many? I, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's been so dreams. Many. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to Dreams? What, what happened, happened to Dreams? Yeah. I, I think that every time PlayStation shows off something, I think... What, I'm what still upset Xbox got rid of Scalebound. Or was that what it was called? Yes. yes. Yeah. What a huge potential to be an awesome game, and they just shot it down out yeah, of the Yeah, I mean, sky. There's, it's just like, eh. I think they have like people come up with these such great ideas, and then it just never, I don't know, pans out. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's definitely an interesting thing because of that. Like... You can all, especially in the age of internet, like you can only do so much before your stuff blows up because people are going to blow it up for you. Mm-hmm. And people don't forget. Like I said, like Fallout 4, like Bethesda did, that was so smart of them to wait because then it was like hype train and in a few months it well, was and, at and, our door. And people didn't expect. Well, and that's, that's what Bethesda did this year too. That's right. what yeah. they're, they're doing. I didn't super disappointed because they, this year, they so. stars. Uh, which the new start from what so what's it called? Star uh oh my heck. Starfield. That was supposed to be in this last conference and it got yanked. Is that their You heard it here. Conspiracy theory. Tinfoil hat is yeah. on thick. 
It should be. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think that's basically where we're gonna have to end our show. To be honest, um, a little disappointing, but we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, uh, and we spent a lot of time on that. You sound like you regret it. Games coming out. <laughs> um, Never regret. We made it through October. We made it through October. It's November. Uh, there are games coming out in November. Like, it's basically just a haul until the end of the season, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think the biggest one, first of all, is Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comes out Friday. Uh, on Friday. Uh, and then we're looking at Super Lucky's Tale for the Xbox and PC uh, next week. That looks cute. Uh, Sonic Forces. Comes out uh, next I hear week. Sonic, I cringe after the last couple. Of um, which you can, if you have a Japanese Switch account, you can download a demo for it. Uh, but you can only play one minute of three levels. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, Doom comes out for the Switch. And then Need for Speed Payback. Those are the nearest ones coming. Uh, we've got to get out of here. So, uh, Justin, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Again, thanks to DJ, who's gone by now. Uh, Austin, yeah, let's do it again next week. Always. I'm always ready. Um, And, yeah, that's it for us. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, send in your questions. Send in your comments. Correct anything that I said was wrong. Do those kind of things. And we'll be back next week. Same place, same time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 